How you doing? This is Black Shy Guy here. Thank you once again for joining me in my podcast as we dive into a very serious situation. I apologize for missing Friday Night Lights. I had a lot of things going on at work. I came back late, then I had to go to the gym. I'm not going to miss the gym for anything. Sorry. Not going to miss the gym. Especially now that I'm slowly bulking. I'm not going to miss it. It's just going to throw my algorithm off. It's going to throw my gains off. It's going to throw a lot of things off. I can't miss the gym. (laughs) I just can't. I'm sorry, guys. But I do appreciate the fact that you guys always come to my table, especially with that drink that I really recommend, which is water or even a wine just to relax the body because wine has its benefits. What doesn't have benefits is sodas, but you can drink whatever you want. It is what it is. I'm just giving you my opinion on what you should not allow in your body health-wise. You feel me? But other than that, as always, thank you for sitting at my table. I want to discuss something really serious here in Chi-Town because sometimes Chi-Town gets really serious. For it. it does. Sometimes it gets really serious. And I want to um, talk about a situation that involves, um, honestly, a brutality that happened. It was a brutality. Straight facts, it was a brutality. But I want to at least lighten the mood in the beginning because obviously um, we're going to talk about something really dark. Um, obviously we've seen that Forsaken came out, Forsaken came out. It has really mixed reviews. Despite the fact that it has a high review, it has mixed reviews when it comes to the gameplay. I didn't get it yet because I'm kind of iffy about it. And I'm in this game mode. I don't know if you you guys ever enter in this game mode that for some odd reason, games are not calling you. It's like you keep going back to the old games that you have. Because I still keep going back to God of War. Despite the fact, I'm going to be honest, I didn't beat it yet. God of War still got my attention. So every time I go game, I go back to God of War. Or I go back to Apex Legends. It's like the old games are still calling me. I still go back to State of Decay for God. I mean, I'm still waiting for the new release of State of Decay Part 2. And that's not going to be released. I think in two years it's going to be released. Because it's just... It's, it's not getting no news and nothing new is appearing about it. I don't know what's going on with State of Decay. But I don't know. I'm just not in this game mode. I'm not hearing a lot of um games that are catching my attention. And Forsaken is one of them. Forsaken is out. And from what I'm hearing, it's got a lot of mixed reviews despite the high score. But it's still not calling me. You know what I mean? And some of the things that I heard about it, about repetitious actions that happen in the game, scares me because I'm tired of repetitiveness. I'm tired of it. And even God of War that I like a lot has some repetitive situations that go on with that game. And I'm glad in God of War is repetitive, but despite they add a little spice to it to not make it feel like it's repetitive. So I'm happy about that. But um, as me getting Forsaken, that's not going to happen, I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not going to get that game. I, I, I really want a brand new multiplayer game is what I want. That's why I can't wait for the Last of Us multiplayer game to come out. I can't wait for that game to come out. And obviously we heard a lot about that other game <laughs> the day before. Um, a lot of things is happening with that game. A lot of people calling it a fake game because a lot of the things that happened, the fact that it got removed from Steam, a lot of people are calling the um, developers out fantastic, which are which is the name of the developers. They're calling them out. And 
we don't know what's going on with the day before. It might never come out. Supposedly, it's supposed to come out in the last quarter of this year now. They moved it all the way back. So when are we even going to get the tra- the trailer or the um, action sequence that we were promised, the video action sequence of actual gameplay that we were promised? We don't know. So that's another situation going on. I mean, there's just not a lot of games to be playing right now unless you want to go back into the, De- the, De- the DeLorean and, and, and play old games. It's just, I don't know. It's just gaming right now is at a standstill. I just don't feel this the gaming space right now. And Dr. Disrespects always says it. He says there's nothing to play right now. There's no feeling of playing a freaking video game right now. It just, just don't, I don't have that feeling right now. But I do get that feeling when I go back to Apex Legends. Apex Legends, for some reason, maintains its... It's funness, you know what I mean? But I'm also having problems with finding people to play with. You know what I mean? A lot of my friends don't play Apex Legends. A lot of my friends believe it's too hard to play. And the family members that play um, video games, they're my age or whatever. So they're old school. They'd rather play a campaign game. They don't want to play a multiplayer game. So I'm stuck with playing with, most of the time, randoms you know randoms that are much younger than me um they act a certain way that i don't like because you know how randoms act these days i do get the occasional very respectable video gamer which is good but that's 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 random it happens on random you know what i mean it doesn't happen all the time so that's where i'm at with my gaming space you know what i mean so that's what's going on my gaming space i just don't feel the vibe <laughs> you know what i mean just don't feel the vibe so it, it is what it is i hope you guys weekends are going smooth already we're approaching monday unfortunately yup i know the weekend goes by so fast and it's just so it's so draining <laughs> you work your ass off all week just to enjoy the little moment you have off because as soon as you blink your eye, Monday approaches once again. It just sucks. You know what I mean? It is what it is. It just sucks. And I, believe me, I, I do love my job, but I do love having a break from it. <laughs> I do. I do love having a break from it, especially now that I got a lot more responsibilities now. And it's just, oh, it's just. It, it, I love the money. It's just draining sometimes, you know. It's just draining sometimes mentally. So, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. And then the fact that um, after work, I go to the gym. So, and I'm dedicated to the gym. So it's like I have two jobs. Because let's be honest, when you go to the gym, you don't always want to go to the gym. You don't always want to go to the gym when you go to the gym. When you go to the gym, it's like, oh, the gym. Oh, my God. But then when you get there, you feel good. You know what I mean? When you get there and you break that first set, that first set of 12s or that first set of 15s, whatever you're doing, whether it's back day, shoulder day, chest day, leg day, whatever the case, when you go get through that first set because you're tired as fuck during the day, after that first set, you glad you came. That's why I always go even though I don't feel like going because when you break that first set, you glad you came because now you're pushing through the second, third, fourth set like nothing. You're like, you're bumping to your beat, you're, you're getting into it, you're getting angrier. And especially when, uh, I don't know if it happens to you guys, but after my third set, I get that second wind and I bust through a fourth set. And sometimes I do random exercises on the fifth set. 
You know what I mean? I, I just do random. I don't do another body part that I basically am going to do the next day. I just do random exercises that work the same body part that I was working in, but I do it with lower weights. You know what I mean? I don't do it with the high weights that I start with because I don't want to really strain myself like that. So it, it just feels good to continue on doing something that you were not happy and coming to, but all of a sudden you feel that drive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the way my day usually goes. But let's get into what we're going to talk about, which is the death of Irene Nichols. And I want to say this to, to people, and I'm not going to keep it, I'm not going to generalize it to a specific race, okay? I'm going to, I'm just going to say this, in general, to every single person that gets stopped by the police, okay? I'm just going to say this to every single person who has went through a situation that they had to confront the officers who stopped them on a traffic light or approached their house, knocked on their door. Whatever the case may be, when an officer approaches you and asks, and asks you to either open the door or give up your ID, or step out of the vehicle, or kneel down on the ground, or lay down on the ground with your hands behind your back, whatever the case may be, whatever order that is thrown to you, follow it. Follow it. It's not going to end well if you don't follow orders given by a police officer. And let's get this straight. I want to throw this out there. Not all police officers are bad. I want to throw it out there because I have friends and family members that are officers. I have friends and family members that are officers and not all of them, obviously, are bad. At all. So let's get that straight here. Because people calling every single police officer bad, you guys are ridiculous because you're stating that when one citizen is bad, then, then every citizen is bad then. Because there are citizens out here killing folks. So are they the symbolism of every citizen? No, they're not. You're responsible for your own actions. You're responsible for your own actions. Just like the police officers who are bad are responsible for their own actions. They don't speak for every single police officer out there. In the case of Tyree Nichols, what I'm saying is none of that would have happened. And trust me, I'm not shifting blame to anyone because those police officers deserve to rot under the jail. They deserve to rot under the jail. They do not deserve to be released at all. They should do life in prison is what I'm saying. They should do life in prison. That videotape of Tyree getting beaten doesn't even tell the tale. It's what happened afterwards that sickens my stomach. Sickens my stomach. Because I'm going to let you know something. You really know a person when they react after the aftermath after something bad that happened, after something they've committed, the way those police officers reacted after everything was said and done, 
how they congratulated each other on how they beat the hell out of Tyree Nichols. How one officer was like, did you see the way I knocked him out? Hey, did you see the way I body blowed him, etc.? And not in those exact words, but that's what they were saying. The way they reacted was so disgusting and inhumane. They deserve to be under the prison, not in it, under the prison. I don't care what happens to them in prison. I really don't. I really don't. Those police officers, despite the fact that Tyree Nichols, and I'm going to add this because it's true. Tyree Nichols should have just followed orders. May God rest his soul. He should have just followed orders. Live another day, folks. When you get stopped by a police officer, your first thought should be, I want to live another day. I want to go home to see my family. So whatever is ordered for me to do, I'm going to follow it to the fullest extent of the law. And if there's anything unjustly that needs to be corrected, I'm going to take it to court when I'm out of jail. Don't try to make the streets a court case because you're going to lose. You are going to lose. What happened to Tyree Nichols was bad decisions by both parties. Bad decision made by Tyree and bad decision made by the officers. And both of them, both of those decisions cost both parties their lives. One, fatally, unfortunately. The other parties, the five parties that were involved, cost them their life and their freedom because they're going to be in jail for a very long time. And, let, and, and, and listen, I'm going to say this right now. They better get the same length of prison time that Chauvin got or even more because there were five of them brutally attacking a handcuffed individual despite the fact that the individual did not follow your orders. After that first initial hit, because I don't even want to see that video again. I don't want to see the video again. The man was handcuffed, and the way that guy punched him in the face, a clean hit, a clean hit because there was no way Tyree can protect himself, a clean hit to the face. And then when he did it again, and then when Tyree fell to the ground and he was getting kicked, one kick directly to the face or the forehead, whatever the case may be, don't care. They brutally beat a man to death. And what sickens me is that everybody's going to look at people who are, are, are ignorant. And I'm, I'm going to say that people who are ignorant are going to blame every single police officer out there. Look, this is what you guys do. This is why we don't trust you. Those are the ignorant folks that think like that, because the people who have common sense know that every police officer is not like that. Every police officer is not like that. But let's bring a, a, a taste of common knowledge to what I'm about to say. Whether the police officer is bad or not, if you listen to orders, you're going to go home. Or you're going to get put in jail, but at least you have the opportunity to go home the next day. Or if you're, in a, crim or if you're a criminal, well, you shouldn't have made bad life decisions and you wouldn't be put in that situation. If you're a criminal, that's on you now. 
Or if you're a person who just got stopped at the stoplight. If you're a person that just got pulled over for some odd reason that you know you're not wrong in. Do not take the court case to the streets. Let them do whatever they need to do. And you can be on your way. Maybe you'll get a fine. I don't know, a ticket, whatever the case. But at least you're alive to fight it the next day. Do not make the streets the court case. Do not make the streets the court, period. You're not going to win. Fighting the officers, you're not going to win. Mouthing off to the officers, you're not going to win. People may say, well, how do you know, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, I got stopped by a police, and I'm a registered gun holder. I got stopped by the police with a gun on me. Yes, it's legal because I'm a registered um, Second Amendment holder. But why me, a half-black, half-Spanish individual, can get stopped by the police multiple times and still I went home? Why? Because I listen. I listen. I want to go home to my 13-year-old daughter. I want to go home to my general life. I want to go home and watch my daughter grow up. There's no reason whatsoever you should be giving any officer any type of slight just because you got pulled over. I don't care what I got pulled over with. What I do know is when I get pulled over, I want the situation to be un to be over with quickly. So I just follow orders. Well, in my case, with my personal experience, I follow orders. I, 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 b- before they even utter a word, I stop them because I want them to know that I have a gun in the vehicle. Because for any unknown reason, it, because it, it, you just got to assume. You just got to assume because you're preparing yourself. If for any unknown reason he wants to take me out of my vehicle, I do not want him to see that gun on me because I don't know how he will react. But if I let him know, hey, I have a gun on me on my 3 o'clock on my waist, do you want me to step out of the vehicle so you can reach for it and grab it from me and then return it to me after this whole situation is resolved? Or do you want me to slowly hand it to you? But officer... I must admit, I'd rather step out of the vehicle with your permission, obviously, so you can take the weapon away from me. It's on my 3 o'clock. Do you want to proceed? And I let him make the decision. A lot of times, it was two times, they allowed me to slowly step out of my vehicle, and they removed the gun from me. They removed the gun from me. One officer even understood why I had one in the chamber, because he said, I'm not supposed to have one in the chamber. But I told him, I told him, our officer, in this life, in the life we're living, I want to be prepared. And there's nothing better than being prepared with one in the chamber. I'm sure you can understand that. And he was understandable. He was like, I do. And he was understandable. He was understandable. I had my gun in a, 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 a registered holster. There's no way he can discharge accidentally or whatever. So he was he was um understandable. He 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 didn't have to be, 
The second time, it was in my locked box. The reason it was in my holster the first time they stopped me is because I just I left the gun range and I went to the supermarket, etc. And it was still on my waist after I left the gun range. The second time, it was in my locked box. And the officer was like, is it in your locked box? I said, yes. He said, okay, I know it's in your lock box, but I want to remove it out of your custody. And then I'll return it afterwards. He asked for my ID. I gave him my ID. Everything went smooth because I was... I was respectful and I was basically listening to every single order in detail. My actions reflected everything he wanted. I wasn't given any, I wasn't given any static because I want to go home. I want to get this resolved quickly and I have nothing to hide here. Here's my gun or whatever. Be careful. You know what I mean? I do have one in the chamber. Even though there's not a mag inside, there is one in the chamber. So if anything pops off, I at least have one in the chamber when I remove it out of the box. But obviously, I'm going to slide the magazine in the minute I remove it out of the box. But for any unknown reason, if I have to react quicker, at least I have one in the chamber already. He understood that also. Both times, the officer returned my gun. They explained to me the situation. The first time I did get a ticket, he said, you can resolve this in court. You can battle it if you want, etc." And I did. I battled it. I still had to pay. You know what I mean? But it is what it is. The point I'm trying to make is why me, who's a black individual, can get stopped by the cops with a gun and nothing happens. Folks. The first thing on your mind when you're getting stopped by a police officer is to want to go home. What are you doing wasting time arguing? What are you doing wasting time um, resisting? You're not going to win. What makes you think in your damn mind that you're going to win? You're not. Whether you like it or not, the police officers are the law. If you go against it, you're going to go in jail that night or worse. Stop making it hard on yourself. What happened to Mr. Nichols, it was very unfortunate. Because at that night, unfortunately, he had five bullies who were enforced by the law to become officers stop him that night. Five bullies who for some odd reason felt the need to beat a man senseless to death. Five bullies who rejoiced in the aftermath of the condition that Nichols was in. These five bullies, I want to see rot in jail. Rot in jail. And what pisses me off more also, you notice that these police officers, all five of them were black. You notice there's no riots going on. No riots at all. You know why? Because the police officers, whether you want to believe it or not, were black. If these police officers were white, you would have seen cars burning down. You would have seen freaking Goku doing a Kamehameha from the sky. You would have seen freaking Sasuke doing a Shidori through a freaking Honda Civic. But the fact that the cops were black, nobody is wilding out, right? 
everybody's reverting to the fact that just police officers are bad. Oh, but you guys ain't wilding out. When it was a white cop every single time, you guys wilded out. You destroyed cities. Black on black crime, even when it involves police officers, is getting out of control. Every time it's a black on black crime, black individuals in the United States do not wild out. They don't wild out when it's their own killing their own. They don't. They don't. And it's a fact. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear no damn excuse from anyone. It's a fact. It's ridiculous. It's inexcusable that we allow black on black crime to be excused. God forbid if it was five white police officers who beat that man to death. You know the Armageddon this world would have been going through if it was five white police officers who beat that man to death? Look how smooth the transitioning is going. Despite the fact that swift justice was handled, it was done. The five police officers were charged immediately. Immediately. They were not put on desk duty. They were not freaking suspended. They were charged immediately. Doesn't change the fact that nobody wild out. Yeah, people are showing their distaste. But nobody wild out. But God forbid if that was white officers. I'm not saying that we should wild out and burn cars. I don't think that should ever be done. But you see where I'm going when it comes to black on black crime. It's excused way more often than none. And then, and then what's funny is you got Colin Kaepernick finally showing his ugly head. Now that this happened, right, he feels the need to come out with that, um, that, that dumbass, um, whatever video he's coming out with the, the, the program, the anti-cop doc, doc series. Because he's trying to cash out on an unfortunate situation. Colin Kaepernick makes me sick. He's just an opportunist. He's an opportunist. That's all he is. When Colin Kaepernick first started nailing and all of that, it was because he was benched. It's because he was benched for a white quarterback. And he was salty as hell. Now, I mean, unexpectedly, I mean, by pure curiosity, he's coming out with an anti-cop docu-series the same time that Tyree was killed. At the same week. Wow. (laughs) What what a quinky dink, huh? What a dink. Colin Kaepernick, you're an opportunist, a faker, and no one should be given your doc series any opportunity to shine. Because I didn't see your ass anywhere when black on black crime was happening. You didn't call out any of your own so-called people that you call people. You only want to call out when it's either cops. And that's it. You don't call out any neighborhood crimes. 
You're an opportunist. A pure opportunist in its purest form. You disgust me, Colin Kaepernick. And you should disgust anyone who has common sense. Because a lot of people who have common sense can see right through you. And I don't want to hear anybody glorifying this man. Anyone. We know people like Stephen A is going to glorify the man. Because you know how Stephen A is as well. Stephen A don't say nothing about black on black crime. But as soon as an officer situation arises. Or especially if it's a white officer. He jumps on it. Nobody want to hear you either Stephen A. If you don't address black on black crime. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you. Because you, be, you should be having the same energy. You should be having the same energy. I don't want to hear you whatsoever. And that's what I feel about that. Let me know what you guys think about this unfortunate situation. And I really want you guys to really listen to what I said. You get pulled over by an officer. Please. Please just listen. Just listen. Just follow their orders. Live another day, my dudes. Live another day. It's not worth the hassle. It's not worth your time. Because you think you're wasting the cops' time. You're wasting your own time. You could be doing something else. That situation could be resolved in less than five minutes. Now you extended it to 15 minutes. Which can be extended even further to 20 minutes at the cost of your life. This is Black Shy Guy. Make sure you follow me on my social media platforms, which is Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And you can also follow my Discord. You can join my Discord on my link tree. There is my Discord. You can join it. We can have general discussions. You can tag me, whatever the case may be. Let's have a general discussion. Let's keep it respectful. And as always, I thank you for sitting at my table. I'm out of here. Pakes! A large criminal who must be put away. Another innocent victim. I don't know. I don't mean it.